Hello, I'm Boris Ao.、Uh, you can call me Boris, and my Chinese name is Ao Hokan, and I'm currently studying the Master of Information Study. Specialization is librarianship, and it is the first recording in the broadcasting program called Boris Guy, and it is related to the library and information service and the communication field. Because it will post it as the topic page of the BLIS HP News. So, what do you think about news? And do you know that、uh, there are two types of information you need to classify when you read the information?、Um, The first one is opinion, which is based on the author, what they are thinking and commenting about the event. And fact is,、um, history can be counted as a fact, and the statement that is official from the government or、uh, in the book. Record is a fact, so we need to be careful about opinion and fact. And in the newspapers or some social media platforms, we can read the juicy content. And、um, most of the time, we may be misleading by the content of the newspaper. So that's why and.、Um, Information literacy is important in our daily lives, so that library is not only reading the books, but also teach us how we use the information resource in the neighborhood. Yeah. So thank you for listening this part. Hello, boys again, and welcome back to the part two. And we are going to talk about the BLIS HK News. The、uh, homepage is news agencies. As we talk about fact and opinion in the information, and in the topic page, we posted the broadcasting program. We are going to discuss. The communication field. So, in the Twitter account of the admin and the operating page, we ask the question: What is the ethical in your industry? And the target is the graduate of journalism student. So, we ask one of the collection called Evan John from UK. Um, he is a multimedia journalist, and he answered the question. There is lots of different ethical codes, such as the broadcasting code and IPSO editor code. But it is best summed up by his model, Boren BBC, who told him simply to work hard. Be fair and be accurate. So, have a review to the broadcasting code. 
it is the UK Code of Broadcasting Advertising applies to all advertisements, include teleshopping content on self-promotional television channels, television tests, and interactive TV apps, and programming sponsorship credits on radio and television series licensed by Ofcom. Also, IPSO have many FAQ. That means frequent um, question about health standards, and also what is about IPSO. So, what is about IPSO is is IPSO independent. So, it's a self-regulated paid for by publisher which are members, but carry out its work independently from them. So, and if you want to read a sample of the Lewis paper publisher, uh, how they express their opinion and describe the fact in the newspaper, you can click to the wvnewspapers.com. It is non-official, um, like a database. You can click. To uh, the place you want to know about a sample of the places, country, region about the newspaper, and that's all I want to say for the part two. To part three and voice again, and I participate the eFlow education and training session. Uh, there is a working group called BSLISE, and the student spotlight program, and they organize and operate the first session peer to peer dialogue, and I ask them in the Q and A boss about what they are thinking about metadata. And the balance of work and dream, also the future career, something like that. So let's hear what they are talking about. Yes, for all speakers, but we could go on about that one. I think. Um, since I think that question may have stemmed from my own experience, I guess I'll take it. Um, with. What I realized with metadata or the importance of it is that it helps with it helps with standardizing the language of a business, especially um, especially nowadays. A lot a lot of like startups, a lot of um, corporations nowadays have a very loosey goosey, organic like be kind of a thing. Uh, you know that's fine. That's you know it's. I think I believe it's like it's the agile uh, landscape, especially for software development. Uh, though I think it can be applicable to uh, different types of uh, businesses. Um, but it, it fosters like informal communications. The problem with that is is that everyone speaks differently within inside a business, 
And when you have that, you have miscommunication, you have uh, tacit information being lost uh, to the sands of time because somebody didn't write it down. And it doesn't help with the knowledge base, the overall knowledge base of the of the business, where, where, whatever it may be, because it's not standard. A lot, a lot of people like, uh, I'm sure they're, they make jokes like, that sounds like a boomer kind of talk, like, Nowadays we're all free. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Our whole, the whole point of this is to organize. And when you need to organize, you need to be, you need to think hierarchically. You need to put values into certain things and values uh, not into things. So I think metadata is extremely important. The problem, as I said before, the problem is in America, it's not something that's very crucial. Um, uh, a good uh, professor, a, a former professor of mine, uh, has stated that ideas and knowledge have not been brought up to the big table at the top of the building yet. And that's a huge problem uh, in America because a lot of the times knowledge gets lost. You have problems with people that, you know, just don't know something and it will cause reputation damage. It will cost expenses, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I think metadata is extremely important. Unfortunately, I just don't think, um, at least on my end, in the Western culture, I, don't, I just don't think we're, it's evolved yet to be recognized with inside the private sector, at least. Thanks, Brendan. Um, here's another good one. Uh, we've got someone who's asked, what is the difference between your study and your workplace? How do you handle the workload and balance between the dream and the reality? wants to pick that one up. Elena. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shortly, I think uh, if you uh, have an experience in uh, um, libraries uh, mm -hmm. when you are a student and you get a theoretical uh, and you get a theory <laughs> from the courses, um, you will understand uh, that uh, it's very interesting and in theory and in practice. Of course, uh, if you're a practical uh, librarian, uh, you know more, but uh, if you use uh, some uh, advantages, some opportunities, for example, you can visit a library event, you can organize a library event, or maybe you can go uh, to the foreign country and see what uh, foreign libraries do for their users. Uh, you will understand the real situation in the LIS field and uh, this uh, uh, distance between your dream and between your reality, it will, uh, it, will <laughs> it will be easier to understand it to you and I think uh, LIS field is real dream <laughs> and the dreams come true. Uh, and I think that we have just about time for, for one last question, and there's a good one here. Uh, how well do you feel that your program prepared you for the future? I, mean, I feel like mine really did, um, because we did, we do a lot of, there are a lot of conversations now probably, um, about just kind of 
reality and I know I did a, I did community informatics as well and just talking about how many different types of people you're going to interact with and what it means to help somebody and being well and being objective in your reviewing of resources um, really big fan of the crap test you know <laughs> and that's and, and I think Having a like talking about that is something such a big deal, and I had classes on things like makerspace, which are you know things that are with, is a, something that has a very large meaning, and there's a lot of that still going on in uh, all over be it public or academic settings. And I think what was good about my educational background was that the, I felt like everything was relevant. It was talking about things that matter. It was talking about collections for academic libraries that actually help students as much as possible or putting those you know taking barriers away from people who don't who um who maybe have them that but the rest of us do not and we take it for granted so i think that i get i think that was the biggest thing for my education was i thought i felt like everything actually mattered and we were talking about real people and real things that we would come up against Great. Thanks, Amanda. Um, we have run up on our time, so I'm not going to be able to uh, put the rest of the questions to the speakers, um, but we will we'll record those and I'll send them out to the speakers and we'll get some responses that we can post when we publish the video so that information can be made available to you because there are some good questions in here that I think, um, that I think deserve answering. So um, that's, uh, that is all that we have for questions and and this panel. I want to thank all of you for joining us today for the first session of the Library and Information Science Student Voices Global Peer-to-Peer -peer Dialogue. As I mentioned earlier, this session is recorded and will be available